It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisko. He's your host, James Rapine. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Make sure you hit that follow button on audio platforms, subscribe on YouTube to get us delivered to your eyes and ears first thing every day or right when we publish, whatever your preference is. Regardless, we appreciate you making us your first listen and James somehow we've made it all the way to the month of April without (laughs) cracking open the to to today the uh, mock draft machine over at the draft network or Mm -hmm. PFF's draft simulator or pro football network gets in the game now or fan speak or whatever your mock draft simulator of choices somehow we've made it what is it it's April 3rd as we record this today for mock draft Monday absolutely wild this it's, is it's the a first beautiful time in years we've made it anywhere close to this far. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. It is because now we can dive head first, feet first, full body first into it and do all things draft, right? And of course, you know, the Bengals may make a signing here or there and things like that, but it's full steam ahead, full focus on the draft. We don't have to spread things out for five months or six months. I mean, think about it. There was two years ago. There was a, a, in a December game at Paul Brown Stadium, prime time, a Penny Sewell sign for the draft. That means that fans were looking forward to the draft that wasn't taking place until the end of April. And, uh, you know, it was only mid-December. So we've come a long way, my friend. And I'm excited now for the, the next month, essentially, to be all things draft. It's locked on Bengals draft over the next four weeks. And I, I'm excited for it. Yeah, so here's something that you might not have known, James. Well, you just said it, so clearly you do know. The draft, April 28th to, to April 30th. So obviously that's that's coming up here in, in about four weeks. We only have one this Monday, two, three, four Mondays. Four mock draft Mondays. How many did we do last year? Oh, man. 25? I, I, yeah, I mean, it was double digits, right? And, uh, and, and we would – this is the only one that might not be – you know, seven rounds. Maybe next week we have to already dive into the seven rounds. We're going to do three today, but maybe that's it. And after this week, we'll have to dive in and do a, you know, at least five next week because we don't have, like I said, much time to spread it out. But that's also, like I said, a beautiful thing. I'm excited for it. That, that's where I was going with this is like, we need to have our full seven round. Like, this is what we think the Bengals are going to do ready to go in in three weeks. That's incredibly soon it feels like joe and i are just starting to dive into our our draft grades we're focusing on a few positions this year some offensive lines some defensive lines some corners some tight end but that's in its fledgling it's stages too no not quarterback not quarterback this year maybe I'm just wide naming, receiver if we have time it bet i mean 
the Bengals are looking at wide receiver. I can confirm yeah, that. But uh, for sure. But it, it's just how much time do you have to get all of them done? I know I, I right. get you. Um, but I, I keep saying beautiful thing. You know, it's a beautiful thing. The fact that we don't have to talk about Desmond Ritter or or you know any of these guys Willis or, or Pickett. That's right. That, that's also a, a nice thing as well. That's right. So let's bring in the mock draft simulator here, James. Boom. Here we go. We're going to push the start draft button. I'm going to be looking over at my left screen quite a bit today. If you're watching on YouTube, that's why I'm not looking at the camera. And off we go, off to the races. Here mm -hmm. goes the mock draft simulator. We're waiting for the Bengals to get on the clock. We'll evaluate our options. We'll talk about our options. We'll make a pick. We'll go through three rounds here today. And here we are, James, picking as the Cincinnati Bengals. And Oof. this is one of those scenarios that Joe Goodberry actually tweeted about on Sunday morning. The run of eight picks or so before the Bengals pick mm -hmm. sometimes leaves less than optimal options for the Cincinnati Bengals at 31. In this case, Tyler Linderbaum gone at 24, Kenyon Green gone at 27, Zion Johnson goes all the way at 16. So yeah. all those interior linemen that you're hoping for, Andrew Booth, 12. Are gone. Andrew Booth yeah. long gone. Kyrie so looking gone. at looking at the positions that the Bengals might be interested. Looking at corner, for example, Roger McCreary and Kyler Gordon are the two guys at the top of the mm -hmm. of the draft networks board here. Looking at interior defensive line, DeMarvin Leal, Travis Jones, Fidrian Mathis are the guys at the top of the list. On interior offensive line, there's nobody you would even consider at 31. I think. Mm -hmm. I think there's a chance, actually, the Bengals would consider Sean Ryan here just because of some of the connections they made at the draft. But the names here, Dylan Parham, Sean Ryan, Tyler Smith, a tackle, Daniel Falele, probably not in play at 31. What other position should we be looking at? Edge, David Ojabo might be an interesting one. Mm -hmm. And then safety is, is where I come. And guys like Daxton Hill and Jaquan Brisker, James. Yeah, let, just because... You're obviously controlling this. Let's see. Uh, let's see quarterback, and, and I'll explain in a second. Go ahead. So Pickett, Ritter, Coral, all there. This is where the Bengals are going to trade back. If 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 there was ever a moment, ever an opportunity, one of these teams that didn't get a quarterback that wants that fifth year option, they can move up. The Bengals. Do I think that they could like McCreary or like some of those corners? Yeah. Do I think that they would love to take one at thirty one? No. I mean, this is. It's good and bad. The good is there's there's quarterback options. The bad is you want those quarterbacks to go earlier in the first round to push some of these other players down the board. If that doesn't happen and the quarterbacks are available, then we may be waiting on Thursday night for the Bengals to pick at 31 just for them not to pick at 31. And so whether it's Pickett, Ritter, Coral, uh, I don't think Howell's in the, the conversation necessarily. Um, I, I think that these uh, these teams that are looking for a quarterback would move up. With, so so it's Willis. Did anybody else go off the board? Is it just no, Malik Willis? The, the only quarterback that has been drafted in this particular run of the simulators, Malik Willis. And if that happens, that's how you get to this scenario where you're yep. like, all right, let's see what's there at safety or, you know, that, that kind of thing. And I don't think it's going to happen, by the way. The, the idea of one quarterback going in the first 30 picks, it's a quarterback league. Like, I just I would be shocked if that that plays out. But you never know. And and so now we find ourselves in a uh, 
quite an interesting dilemma, my friend, because we're not moving back, right? We're we're gonna take a player here at we 31. Are. So it's uh it, it is a dilemma indeed. So yeah, so in real life, you're right. I, I'm, I'm if I'm the Bengals in this scenario, it's like who wants this fifth year option on this quarterback, baby? Yep, let's move the hell back. Who, who, who wants it? <laughs> because you know who might take a quarterback is the team picking next, the Detroit Lions at 32. If they mm-hmm. didn't pick one earlier in the draft, and in this case, they took Kyle Hamilton second overall. So you want a quarterback? You want to make sure you get your guy in the Detroit Lions? Don't I don't know why I'm saying it. Detroit, Detroit Lions <laughs> don't. You better come get this pick. Uh, Traylon Burks being here at wide receiver Ooh, is also fascinating look at you, to me. Look at you. See, I'm never going to argue with wide receiver. I, I don't Everybody think that's the direction. Me. I don't think that's the type of wide receiver I'd be looking at. Sky Moore also here, maybe an interesting name. But I'm looking squarely at Daxton Hill here. Safety uh-huh. with some some ability to play corner, ability to be in the box, ability to move around quite a bit. Jaquan Brisker, also a guy that can move around, play deep or uh, can play both safety positions essentially not as much of a guy that has experience lining up over wide receivers and playing corner as well and then Lewis Seen is here but out of those guys for me I think Daxton Hill Jaquan Brisker are the ones I'm looking at the most and some people watching on YouTube might be wondering well what about David Ojabo and I, I fully buy in at this point James to the idea that the Bengals should probably not pick Ojabo in the first round and, and Joe Goodberry convinced me of this because he's a guy coming off that Achilles that he unfortunately suffered at his pro day who was seen as a guy who needed to be on the field to refine his technique. And if he's missing a full year, he, he might not develop the way that he needs to develop in the NFL, which is the biggest reason that I'm concerned about Ojabo. But the other Michigan guy here, Daxton Hill, I think, is a pretty interesting name. Does anyone else stand out to you, James, that, that you would be interested in drafting here? Not really. Like Sky Moore, I like McCreary, I like, but I also think that they're in that mid second round, high second round range versus where you're at with the Bengals at, at 31. It is still a first round pick, regardless. And uh, and so I think their their first three options are trade down, trade down, trade down, and find a way to do that. And then if not, I think you're right about Daxton Hill. You know, if if I had to pick a, a um, a player that fits that could help now because they could use a third safety that could help now, yeah. but also alleviate some of that pressure with the Jesse Bates deal, alleviate some of the pressure. Maybe they don't get uh, an extension or maybe they take Hill and say, Hey, we're not going to extend a Von Bell because we have a, you know, a guy like that who wouldn't have to be a huge contributor year one, but you'd hope that year two, you'd be able to hit the ground running with him and he could be one of your starting safeties for, for all 17 games. So that's that's the one that sticks out to me the most. Um, yeah, Ojabo, I just I don't think that's in the Bengals' DNA to take a guy that's already out for an entire year. I know they dealt with injuries and first-rounders, and people are saying that. I just don't see that. Obviously, there's a lot of talent there. But overall, Jake, our, our first mock draft, this would be like the, the nightmare scenario. Like if you can't trade down, we're not. And the, all of these quarterbacks are still there. Well, crap. You know, like it's just uh, not not ideal. I don't know that I'm calling it quite a nightmare. Not ideal. I like that. It, it's not ideal. Because Daxon Hill is a good player who can contribute. This would be like when the Bengals drafted Jesse Bates. Tail end of the first round, beginning of the second round. This is similar to when they drafted Jesse Bates. It's just that they didn't have a high first round pick. 
to go with it. Let's pick Daxton Hill here, and we'll keep things going on Mock Draft Monday. Get into the second round coming up next. First, I have to tell you about AG1, something I'm taking every single morning because I got to be honest with you, confession. I don't love veggies. I struggle to consume my fair share of vegetables, but AG1 from Athletic Greens is awesome. You just mix one scoop in eight ounces of water and you're going to get every single nutrient, all the nutrients you need, all the vitamins you need, and you can do it really simple. And it's cost effective and it's something that I've been doing now for the better part of a month and I've noticed energy boost. You know what else I've noticed? Well, uh, you can't complain to me about not eating my veggies. I'm able to to do that as well. And the five-star reviews, they have over 7,000 of them. They're legit. It, it is a really, really good product. I've had some people text me about AG1. You, you need to check it out. If you just want to be healthier, if you do struggle to eat veggies like me, so check it out right now. Athletic Greens, they're going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D, five free travel packs with your first purchase as well. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network to get AG1 today. Again, athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We've been tracking the Bengals' market perception, their odds for winning the AFC, for going to the Super Bowl over at Bet Online for since the Super Bowl, really, since right after the Super Bowl. It's been something that's been fascinating to watch and trend. As free agency has happened, it'll change again through the course of the draft and the offseason. And that's all from Bet Online, your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports information. You'll get all of the latest in sporting news, including the Masters coming up, podcasts, reviews for different leagues this season. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Head on over to the website today. Use your mobile device if you want. Learn more about the trends in action at Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, James, let's bring our mock draft simulator back into the picture here on YouTube as we dive back into the second round. After Daxton Hill in the first round, let's take a review of what's happened since then as the simulator ran in the background. Traylon Burks, the guy we talked about as, as a guy that was there a little bit late, goes at 32. Some other notables here going through the second round. Lewis Sign goes a few picks later to the Jets at 35. The other safety we talked about, Jaquan Brisker at 36. The next quarterback, Desmond mm-hmm. Ritter, makes it all the way to 37. Then Kenny Pickett at 40. I mean, these guys are going to go in the first round, right? A lot I of them would have are. to imagine one, one or two. I mean, the could quarterbacks. Fall. Yeah, one or two could fall, but a lot of. I mean, I I would say at least three quarterbacks go. Yeah, that that would be the betting line is three and a half. Do, you, do you, maybe two and a half? I don't know. It's kind of a hard line. It might be three. It might just be three. Yeah, and that's what I would try to set it as. Look at Detroit, man. Detroit, as you say, Detroit. They got Ojabo. They they keep him. In Michigan, they also uh, they got Burks, like you mentioned. Interesting. Yeah, interesting draft. They still need a quarterback, and they'll have to figure that out at some point. Jalen Petre at 46 to the Minnesota Vikings. Dylan Parham goes at 47, one of the interior offensive linemen we might have had our eye on in the second round if he was there. Logan, Logan Hall, Hall, a guy that if he falls, you're certainly interested in if you're the Bengals, goes 48 to the Bears. Kyler Gordon 
the corner who I think if he's there in the second round would be an interesting option at 50 to Kansas City. Bernard Raymond gets all the way to 53 in this Mm -hmm. scenario, James. This is a guy that, I mean, consistently mocked in the first round, I feel like, for the last month. Yeah, he has been. But there's there's like legit concerns, so I could see... I could see him falling out, or I could see the Bengals passing on him. We didn't even really talk about him much, and he was there at 31, so not not surprised. Not and and one, surprised, of the, one of the craziest things, I think, is Cam Taylor-Britt and Elante Taylor going in the second round before the Bengals pick. This, at this point, James, let's look at the corner still available. Marcus Jones, he's 5'8". This is the nightmare at corner <laughs> at this point. What? Where, where well, all these guys, where McCreary, Gordon, Woolen, Elante Taylor, Cam Taylor, Britt, all these guys go before the Bengals pick in the second round. Because, you know, Taylor and Britt are guys that I'm looking at in the third round. And in this mm-hmm. case, they're gone before pick 63. So, again, this is where it gets to be a little bit scary. You know, come back, Trey Flowers. Find a corner out there. Come on. Come on down, Steven Nelson, Joe Hayden. And find a way to patch up corner. You know what I mean? I, and I think they will. I do. I mean, I because they, they don't want to pigeonhole themselves into feeling like, oh, we do have to take a corner with one of our first couple of picks. And the other thing, maybe they look at Hill. I mean, it's not like Hill couldn't play corner, super athletic, six foot, 191. But is he is he more of an inside? Would you have to play him inside? You know, that that's the part of it. But that's where he's experienced yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, uh yeah, certainly not going corner with this pick. That that much we know. People are going to hate that because it's been corner central at 31. But it th- this is how the board can fall. And so, yeah, Trey McBride is certainly interesting there. Still on the board at 63. Yeah, I think Trey McBride is certainly something that you consider at 63 if he's available mm-hmm. there. I, I think that, you know, he, he's not he's not a first round tight end at this point. Most likely for for a reason. And the tight end class is there's a few guys, but Mm -hmm. if you miss on those guys, and I think it's Trey McBride, Greg Dolchich, and Jelani Woods in in, in different rounds, obviously. And there's some other guys with upside. I think Jake Ferguson has some upside here from Wisconsin as well. And it's not just because he has interest in Isaiah Likely, too. People love Ruckert from Ohio State, and people as in like Ohio State fans that are also Bengals fans. I know there are Bengals fans that are really high on Likely and Ruckert. Likely doesn't fit what the Bengals like to draft, and Ruckert didn't test. And so, and and he didn't really have great production. So I think that, you know, in, in the second round, definitely we're too early on those guys. Looking at interior linemen, the Bengals did meet with Sean Ryan. I think mm-hmm. that there is some serious interest in Sean Ryan. We also know that there's some interest in Jamari uh, Sawyer mm-hmm. from from Georgia. There might be some interest in Darian Kennard as well. Looking at tackles real quick, there's nothing here. I mean, Abraham Lucas it feels is early. the next guy. It would feel early for Sawyer to me too at 63. I know it's basically third round, but it still feels a little early. You might think. I could definitely see the Bengals drafting Sawyer in the second round. That That's a thing that seems within the realm of possibility. And and then Travis Jones is the other name that's really interesting to me here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Especially he's, he's someone. Go ahead. He's someone that's been mocked to them. Some. I've seen a couple mocks where it was 31, I believe. Yes. Where, where he was mocked to him. So if he's there at 63, you need an interior uh, presence anyway on defense. That's the name that jumped out to me the most, and then and then I saw McBride. Um, obviously, I'm I'm looking at the the screen 
from a distance. But those are the two I think if if I had to give a, a board, those are probably the two right now that stand out the most. That's another one too. The, the third one is Nick Benito, who's just pure yep. pass rushing, pure speed from Oklahoma, edge rusher, and would be kind of like the the idea with with Osai last year, although Osai isn't a pure pass rusher, but it's just like athletic guy who you can get who's maybe falling a little bit, and, and they mm-hmm. scooped up Osai in a very similar spot to where we would be drafting. You have to remember, this is like the Bengals drafting last year without a first-round pick is essentially what we're doing here, right? And so Benito here would be very similar to the the Osai pick. But for me, James, I'm I'm kind of tunnel visioned on Travis Jones. He, I know he's a bit more of a nose in terms of size, but he does provide a little bit of athleticism, a little bit of movement skills in in that he can get after the pass the passer a little bit and just looking at other guys here on the defensive line like you're waiting and hoping for Fidria Mathis. Perhaps so, so mm-hmm. that would be the argument toward a tight end. But a tight end, I'm happy seeing, you know, which of these guys can I maybe scoop up next round? So for me, mm-hmm. it's actually between the two defensive linemen. What are you leaning? No, it's Jones. <laughs> he popped off from the get-go for me. Uh, I was like, oh, he's still there at 63? Like, Yeah. I, I know you said it was a nightmare at corner, but it's certainly not a nightmare to have him still on the board here. So right. um, it, it's... Uh, it's it's wild because it's almost like they had like a, a an early second round pick at 31 and then a, a mid second rounder in Travis Jones where because I, I would expect him to be gone in the top 50 almost for sure. But if he's not, then you you take him and you feel pretty good about adding two young cornerstones to your defense. Yeah, I think it was Mel Kuyper who had Travis Jones so it was, to the Bengals right. in the first round. So we'll pick Travis Jones. We'll let it run on the show this time. We'll pick Travis Jones and finish up our Mock Draft Monday coming up next. But first, a word from Built Bar, the number one protein bar on the planet. You're getting healthier. You have, well, vacations coming up, right? If you're like me, if you're like Jake, if you're trying to get a little healthier, find a midday snack that, well, is going to have a protein punch that's going to taste great. Well, don't look any farther. Go to Built.com right now because Built Bars are the number one protein bar on the planet. High in protein, low in sugar, low in calories, perfect for you. And Maybe you are hitting the gym and you need more protein in your diet. Well, Built Bar obviously can help there too. Every single bar covered in 100% chocolate. Check them out right now at Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15 and you're going you're to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. There's apparently people are talking in our lockdown group chat, James, about this coconut or this uh, brownie batter puff. Oh, I'm 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 intrigued. All right, let's yeah. pick Travis Jones and let the third round run here before we're on the clock with the Cincinnati Bengals in the third round. There goes Sean Ryan right away. There goes Trey McBride pretty quick. Benito's gone. Benito Paschal from. The, the edge rusher from UK, Sawyer, Jeffrey Sawyer. 
Oh, this this doesn't seem so bad. We we have many choices that I'm happy with here. At Look at pick that. The 95. tight end fell. The tight end fell. All the tight ends fell. This is yep. this is kind of why I was comfortable waiting and seeing. For me, it's great. Well, not Belch, all of them. Not all of them. Not all of them. We mentioned yeah. Trey McBride got picked, and let's yeah, go yeah. look at the tight end position here. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it, but I'll tell you, the only other tight end picked is Cade Otten from Washington, who I frankly, admittedly, don't know a ton about yet, but he's the, <laughs> other, the other tight end that's been picked. Yeah. He has really good production of Washington. I don't think we have testing for him. So that would be a concern. And that's all I know about Kate Otten. Hey, look, this uh from a tight end perspective, the board fell to them. What uh what other spots here uh are available? I would look at Donovan West here from Arizona State. He's a he's probably only a center at the next level, but but again, when you have the versatility that you have in Ted Karras, that allows you to draft a center. Lasidus Smith, whose name I'm probably butchering, is another guy on the interior offensive line that I would probably be interested in at this point. Cade Mays and, and Cam Jurgens, both guys that the draft network isn't very high on. I could mm-hmm. see probably Jurgens more than Mays being in the conversation at the tail end of day two looking at offensive tackle there's nobody here that really stands out to me at all for for pick 32 or pick 95 sorry the end of day two where else would we look edge this seems bizarrely late for kingsley and Enigbari, whose name i also mm-hmm. probably butchered i think i've seen him as like a day one day two fringe kind of guy in a lot of places mm-hmm. yeah where else should we look james uh well, let's corners? let's check the corners. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this. There, there's nothing here that's screaming at me. I know UC fans might want Kobe Bryant at this point. I think this is early for him. And and this is a scenario where we've we've truly whiffed, I think, at the cornerback position on days one and two. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I and I, I think Kobe Bryant, fourth round, you know, if he's on the board the, this next pick you know and we're only doing three rounds today but uh that that's someone that i would consider we're clearly not going corner here to me let's look at the receivers as well um before i because right now i'm leaning tight end i would say um alec pierce still on the board now i'm intrigued Uh, i'm i'm interested in in my man alec you want to talk about a a cincinnati bearcat if he's still there right now cool that's that's tempting it is tempting. And uh, Justin Ross still on the board as well. He could reunite with T. Higgins. So uh, a couple guys there that, that stand out. Any any of the other receivers stand out to you? Uh, at receiver, probably not. I mean, Khalil Shakir, I think, is a toolkit. And you kind of see if, you know, it depends on the team, if they think that they can get him ready to, to contribute mm-hmm. in year one. Alec Pierce being here does complicate things. Because I'm it ready does. to pick Greg Dolchich and call it a day, right? Yeah. Or, or, yep. or you know, maybe an interior lineman just to get somebody here. But you know, it, it's it's tough. Or, or Kingsley Enigbare, 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 probably Enigbare. Man, learning yeah, names close. for the draft is tough. Um, but those two stand out to me the most. But it'd be hard to move me off of of a tight end here. I think that. They they need a tight end of the future. 
Hayden Hurst on a one-year deal, even if he's good, you could be looking at needing some tight ends in the very near future. Mm-hmm. And so Dolchich is is the way that I lean here, but maybe you can talk me into Alec Pierce. Yeah, that's who I'm taking. I'm I'm surprised he's still there. And I don't think he's going to be. I think he's going to go. I don't even know if he'll be on the board at 63 when the Bengals are, are picking. And maybe he is, right? But, I, I mean, you got a guy who can jump out of the gym that that runs extremely well. I think he translates uh, to to being a good enough route runner where you could put him in the slot in, in the NFL. And so, man, if, if you want to get a, a guy that's got the tools, you said toolkit, man, he's an athlete and he's, he's jump baller, all of those things. I think, uh, you know, at 95, I'm feeling pretty good about it. That's, that's who I would probably take here. Um, but it, it's weird. Cause we've not even weird. We've agreed this whole way and kind of, Without me talking necessarily, we, we've kind of seen in line. And I'm between those two, Dolchich and, and Pierce. I just think Pierce, you see what those wide receivers are getting paid? Uh, it, it's good to have a, a plethora of wide receivers at that position, especially a jump ball guy like Pierce that I think is going to play pretty well at the next level. And, and the way you talk me into Pierce is by saying, like, well, what if you can get one of Ferguson or Woods? In the next and you, round. And I don't think and you, Woods is going to be there in the fourth round. I don't know if he's even going to be there at the tail end of the third round, the way that his pre-draft process has gone. Mm-hmm. But you could talk me into, you know, one of these other tight ends, potentially, yep. and you could get me to buy that, you know, Alec Pierce is a, a rarer talent. But, you know, you, you look at the draft network here, they certainly don't think so. There's, their predictive board has him going in the fourth round well into the fourth round and their uh sorry their player ranking version of the board has him with roughly that grade an early day three grade so the draft network guys here are not impressed as much with Alec Pierce as some others yeah I mean I I would be shocked if he's still on the board at 114 I would um I think he's uh I think he could be a player, and the, the beauty of, of drafting someone like that is you're not going to be banking on him to be a you know a game changer right away, but you know he's the the athlete and and like the the vertical leap. Well, yeah, he tested well, but it also shows up on the field, and uh, yeah, I I think he could be a a nice pick there at, at 95. So that that's how I lean. You can go Dolchich if you want, just for simulator purposes, but uh, I would take Pierce here and say, all right. We'll find a tight end next round because I, I do think one of these guys, maybe it is likely, maybe Isaiah likely in what world is Isaiah likely uh, a better prospect than Alec Pierce. That's what I'm curious about. I think that it's, it's a scarcity thing. There aren't as many tight ends in this draft. And, and I, I totally get where you're coming from with Pierce. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. And I wouldn't be mad at Alec Pierce in the third round, but so say it is Alec Pierce and you have a safety a, a guy that can maybe play a little bit of three tech for you, but is mostly probably a, a nose kind of player who can, you know, he has versatility on the interior defensive line and Travis Jones and, and then a wide receiver. What are the positions we've talked about? I mean, I'm, I'm already killing us for not getting a corner somewhere. Maybe this is, you know, the trade back in the first round kind of thing, but you know, you're coming out without a corner without really bolstering the pass rush. And and it's kind of it's kind of not a great place to be. And I'm wondering where did Kyrie Elam go? 
Oh, 18 19. or 19. Yes. Yeah. He went, he went, he went early, you know, Booth all these governors just went early. And that's what's yeah. It, well, and, and that's, uh, I think that part is realistic where a lot yep. of those guys, everyone's saying Booth and Elon, a lot of those guys are probably gone. Maybe all of them are gone. Might and be. so the trade back, here's why the trade back would make sense, right? Is maybe you still are able to get a McCreary. Plus when you're in this situation, you have an extra pick to take the tight end. And then if Pierce falls, you could still get the receiver you want or insert whoever you want. So, um, yeah, it's it's tough. And, and it, it also is just uh, a reminder that they're not going to be able to do everything. Yeah, <laughs> They're not going to be able to do everything in this draft because you know what I'm concerned about? They still haven't addressed offensive line. Yeah. You know, I think that matters, not addressing offensive line on the first two days and uh, in banking on what they have. That's not necessarily a, an ideal scenario either. And um, but but to me, I lean Pierce. I, I think the value, um, the positional value as well. And I think they're okay at tight end. Um, but for this year, yeah, it, no doubt for sure. But but they're and also that, okay at wide receiver for this year. In the same way, they're okay at tight end. Where like you lose a receiver, big step down. You lose Hayden Hurst, big step down in terms of receiving ability. For sure. And and so th that's the part of it. That's the balance. I don't think they're going to sign a receiver in free agency. So I think they have yeah. to address it in the draft. I, I, I see the scenario where they could address corner, where they could address defensive line, even offensive line in free agency still. So that's yeah. another factor. Let, let's let's just pick a guy here. We'll wrap up. I'm going to grab Dolchich. Here's where James would have taken yeah. Alec Pierce. Pierce. And and I hater. get both arguments for sure. This is not a hater pick. What you, there goes Alec yep. Pierce. Oh, and, and Pierce goes to the Chiefs. Man. The Chiefs. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see you in the AFC title game, Alec. Jeez. Yeah, there you go. So Tyreek so, who? Tyreek who? That's the <laughs> The Chiefs totally rebuilding their their wide receiver room. Juju Smith Schuster, Alec Pierce, etc. etc. The the takeaway here is when you're picking late, boy, is it hard to draft. You, you can't, <laughs> you're so much less sure about who's going to be available to you. Where, like I said, it's like the Bengals picking last year without a first round pick. Mm -hmm. A little bit earlier, but without a first round pick. And and that's the challenge that the Bengals face this year. You, we, we were unable to get a corner in the first round, which kind of sets off this cascading effect. And, and one thing that wouldn't surprise me here, James, is that if this is what shakes out for the offensive line, where the for for me, I think the Bengals to pick an offensive lineman, it would have to be pretty overwhelming value. I think that's how they're approaching it. And if they don't get one of these guys that would be a slam dunk pick where they're picking, they're going to be looking for value elsewhere with a BPA approach. And sometimes the BPA approach doesn't necessarily look great, at least for one year. But you hope that all these guys can contribute in year one and develop into long-term starters. And this, again, reminds me of when they picked Jesse Bates. And the, and it didn't really make a lot of sense to some people. And then he went on and became a really good starter. Yeah, it's uh, one thing I, I really want to – it's a reminder that the Bengals might not take a corner in the first round. And that's – to me, I think it's okay. I don't think we get a – an F because they don't get a corner in the first round. I'm much less sold on the idea of they have to take a corner in the first round than I think most of our listeners, most people out there. And 
Um, because you, especially at 31, you can't be that way. It's just yeah. impossible. The, the idea of Booth or Elam, well, why wouldn't the Chiefs take either one of those guys with their picks right before at picks 28 or 29 and 30, right? It's so it's, um, it's going to be interesting for sure. But no, I, I think we, we did okay. You whiffed with, with Dolchich instead of Pierce, but that's okay. We can all be wrong sometimes. <laughs> Everything is a competition for James. There's, there's yeah. no gray. It's black and white and nothing in between. No, it's black and orange, and it's daily here on Locked On Bengals. That's what it is. And sometimes red, if you're a Cincinnati Bearcat like James Rapine. That's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. Let us know how much you hate or love the way we navigated. I think this very difficult draft scenario for the Cincinnati Bengals. I think these are good players, but they're not necessarily the marriage of good player and need the way that things have seemed to have gone for the Bengals lately. We'll be back with plenty of draft content and more as it is April. And that means it is draft season. Until next time, Bengals fans, who day and have a good one. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.